0: If I gave a fuck what y'all think Y'all think I would be doing this? I know what it's like to lose feel so desperately that you're right Yet to fail, nonetheless I ask you, to what end? Dread it Run from it Destiny arrives all the same And now it's here could I say, I am. It's that sadness I sense in you, daughter. In my heart, I knew you still cared. ...often disappointing. That is, it was. Now. Reality can be whatever I want. You're strong. Me. You're generous. But I never taught you to lie. That's why you're so bad at it. Where is the Soul Stone? You have my respects, Stark. When I'm done, half of humanity will still be alive. I hope they remember you. Why would you do that? We're in the end game now. Happy Friday, people, and welcome to an all-new exciting episode of your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast, hosted by A.O. Reese, aka Swerve Pacino, aka the Black Vince Scully. You know, life is funny sometimes. Sometimes if you just sit back and think, when growing up, you know you probably had people tell you about yourself more ways than one. Whether it's something along the lines of, I fucking hate you, or you're a cool dude, or I want to have your light-skinned babies. Uh. Or I got that fucking tad on me to let you know it's real. But sometimes outside of all that shit, the smallest things get said. And the smallest things are the things that stick with you forever. So when I was growing up, had to be my freshman year of high school. I had someone tell me, you know, Reese, man, you you cool as fuck. Like, you got this way about you. You know, you're like a gangster and a gentleman. Now, anybody who truly knows me knows I would say I'm far From a quote unquote gangster. But sometimes I think people like to substitute the word gangster or the word street as a synonym for just you a real one. Hell, I had people at Hampton my freshman year say I was hood when I thought I was just being me. So at the time of my freshman year in high school, and even until this day, being told this made me think, and I found, you know, this gangster and gentleman analogy interesting. Not only because that was the name of Styles P's album at the time, but as everything else does, Everything always comes full circle. I am who I am today because growing up, I was adaptable and always able to keep up with whatever crowd, whether it was making straight days in elementary school and hanging with the smart white boys who I traded Pokemon cards with or with the niggas. Hell, half my own damn family that I knew to hug the block. I guess whichever way you look at it, you can say I'm a geek on the low. Well, my geekdom has been oozing out of me for the past few weeks and is on a ticking fucking time bomb to explode because today we're in the end game now. Avengers Endgame drops today, and excited isn't even the proper fucking word, as I've been ready for this shit since the credits rolled after Thanos snapped half the universe's population into dust during the Infinity War last year. With all six stones, I could simply snap my fingers. They would all cease to exist, and I call that mercy. I've literally been walking around humming the fucking Avengers tune since the calendar flipped to April. This shit is finally here i got like fucking butterflies thinking about this shit like this shit is ridiculous like i'm fucking fanboying out for this fucking movie the epic conclusion to a three-phase 22 movie arc that spawned over a fucking decade the intertwining of our favorite marvel superheroes teaming up to make the most epic movies there's never been anything done like this in the history of films and the mcu has changed the landscape of movie making forever I think this shit's going to smash all types of fucking box office records. I'm not into predicting numbers or any of that shit. But, you know, this shit is about to be crazy because everybody tried to cop tickets as soon as they released. And they had all of these apps crashing like it was the newest Air Jordan release. Like, no, boy, this shit was wild. Like, I was on Twitter and I saw some people saying, like, you know, they were stuck on their Fandango app for, like, over an hour. Like, an (laughs) hour, my nigga? For some movie tickets? Like, that's Air Jordan flu game 12, 10 a.m. Saturday morning release type shit for real. Luckily for me, as soon as 8 a.m. hit, we punched through quick on the Atom app and they had to deal with all that waiting nonsense. <laughs> so, uh, at approximately 6.45 today, because I'm going to make sure I'm there fucking on time for my 7 p.m. movie, my ass is going to be in the seat with my feet propped up, a couple snacks, eyes wide open, ready to watch my first IMAX movie ever. And I couldn't have picked a better movie for it to be. Shit going to be fucking epic. But, you know with all the Avengers end game hype and everything that's been going on and me couldn't fucking wait for the calendar to flip to April, there's only been one thing and maybe only one thing that has truly kept my Avengers slightly in check these past couple weeks, and that's the final season of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones has a nigga stressed out. Like, <laughs> these motherfucking writers knew exactly what they were doing when they created this shit based off those books. Like, first of all, they make us wait two fucking years. And, and to let you know, there might be some spoilers here a little bit. I don't really care. You had time to watch it. Whatever. But they make us wait two fucking years. Then they slim down the final season. They slim it down to only six episodes. And, you know, and they're running at a pace where it's like okay in episode one you know they got right to the point you know they're like you know okay john this sam told him his true parentage and shit like they told him that shit asap and you're like oh really we doing this shit today huh you know the 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 pace is so crazy how they're moving but they're keeping you in the dark on what the fuck is gonna happen all at the same time and we know it's only these few episodes so we're like oh my god what's gonna happen next like for him to find his true parentage and shit most shows that shit would have taken like three episodes you know what I mean but this shit happened in episode one then in episode two he tells Daenerys about it and like you can tell this bitch is pissed the fuck off like you know when they're sitting there talking and everything and she's just like oh well that would make you rightful heir to the throne well the last male heir to the throne but like you could tell she wanted to be like when then that means I'm gonna have to kill you like that bitch don't give a fuck I think she's turning into a savage and i don't know who's gonna get on the throne it, it, the shit's so crazy it's just like Endgame. they can take this shit so many different ways i don't know what's gonna happen and i get a headache even trying to guess on what's gonna happen like it'd be one of the things where i would just randomly pick something just to say it like trying to sit here and dissect and think and who it, it, it gives me a headache it's, it's stressful bro so i'm not even gonna do it but when john told her the to deal and basically was like i'm feeling bad because i love you and i'm like you know but i'm fucking you and you're my aunt and she just like nigga you the rifle heir to the throne like fuck that i'm pissed like she don't even give a fuck but i mean i guess they've been doing that so you know that's why they all went mad or whatever because all the incest and everything that was going on but shit's crazy you know and then even before the convo you know really could continue and like i said i think next she was gonna say that mean i had to kill you you know they're, they're interrupted because the white walkers are outside the doors of winterfell like nigga we made it you know, and that leaves episode 2 as a cliffhanger. So it's like, all week you are just like, what the fuck? Like what's going on? So this whole week, like episode 2 ended this previous Sunday and we're just like, oh shit. The niggas is finally here. Like what the fuck is going to happen? And then you know, it's the same week as in-game week. So like I'm just I'm stressed out. Like so we got in-game, we're going to see that shit. And then now we got to wait until this Sunday to watch the epic 80 minute long episode which you know i'm assuming we're gonna see our first fucking death of the season and and who listeners who do you think will die first like i said i'm not thinking about it i'm not trying to figure shit out the shit gives me a headache and i'm not i don't got time for it like i got too much going on as is i don't need that added stress in my life you know it's just it's just stressful man but i mean if you really think about this shit like april really has been a great month i mean at least it's ending great because man who would have thought that we would get to see like how the infinity war concludes and how the battle with the dead begins in the same fucking weekend. This too much, man. I read a report the other day that said that Instagram is testing a new design model that would hide your follower count and how many people have liked your posts from the public. Only you would be able to prevent wildfires. I mean, only you would be able to see how many followers and how many likes you received on your posts. While well, the idea takes away from what initially makes Instagram Instagram. I think this is a hell of an idea, and I'm all for it. Let's think about it this way. Most people on social media, let's be honest, they don't really post for fun. Scratch that. It might be fun to take the selfies and post things, but nine times out of ten when people are posting these pics or when women are posting these quote-unquote thirst traps, they're just posting for clout. And this is all factual. How many of these self-made, heavy-on-the-makeup bitches do you know on Instagram that are really basic as fuck outside the filter? They get all the likes and the followers, and it continues to be the steam to the engine, and it creates an imaginary ego that would otherwise not exist in the real world. That chick who always takes selfies in front of her front door in the one spot in her hallway, I bet her house dirty as fuck. Like, if you see a bitch only taking pics in either front of one door or on one part of the hall or something like she only doing that shit because them are probably the only two spots in the whole house that are presentable for social media's eyes to see because if you turned that iphone slightly to the left or the right you'd see probably dirty drawers and other shit and dirty carpet on the floor but not to rag on just the women don't get it twisted because niggas y'all ain't safe either i see niggas who post shit all the fucking time for clout Niggas will post and delete the same ass pic all the damn time, but then change the caption and make it seem like it's a newer or a fresh pic. Nigga, we ain't forget. Like You just posted that shit a week ago for Throwback Thursday. Cut that shit out. It's the same pic, bro. You also have people who you know they'll post a pic, and if that pic isn't getting enough steam with the like count, that pic gets a big fat delete. This is in part because as much as we say real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga or fuck bitches get money, we all subconsciously care about our image. Everybody has posted at least one pic in their lives and thought, "Ooh, I'm about to kill these niggas for all these likes, myself included. Cloud aside, I also think that sometimes people are judged off of followers and like amounts on a post. Like, if you see a chick with mad followers and mad likes, you'll probably assume that maybe she's out there, she might be messy, or she fuck with a lot of dope dealers. Well, you know, someone who isn't the most active or has the most followers slash likes, you might think the opposite, when that isn't always the case. Hell, sometimes I personally will see a post, and it might have like 30,000 likes, and I might think to myself like, oh, you've had enough already, I ain't liking that shit, and I'm not sure why I do it but it definitely happens maybe because subconsciously I don't want to look like a follower pun intended I don't know but social media presents false narratives, and I think sometimes too stuff like this personally can impact people's self-conscious as well think about how like young some of these people that are getting cell phones and getting on social media some of these kids might be self-conscious if you know little Susie has more followers or likes than them we can always say, oh, well, people being so sensitive nowadays and, well, what if Little Susie is more popular than whoever in school? we just going to cancel school as well? I think the little bit of difference between the two is that social media is an on-demand, all-the-time accessible thing. Whereas, you know, not being as popular at school might not matter as much because your elementary school friends might not be your friends when you're grown. And if you're fortunate, you have love you receive from your parents or family at home. So, Instagram... Do your thing. Get rid of the visible light so you can kill all the clout on these hoes and all the clout on these capping ass niggas. It'd be crazy to see how many egos will be broken by this move. Boom. You should have gone for the head. Daughter? Did you do it? Yes.